I will answer now some of your questions. Everything has a cause. This statement is not accurate because not everything has a cause. I can say everything has a cause except God because he is the cause of everything. And the rest of the question, why does God have cause? Because he is the cause of everything. God is the source and the cause of everything. Everything but God has a cause. But God is the only being has no cause. What's your opinion on the new hymns coming out and being said to be revived? If they are, if they are authentic, definitely I will support these hymns. But sometimes they take hymns from the Eastern family, like Greek Orthodox Church, whatever, and they add it to our hymnology. I don't like this. But if there is a hymn we found like old recording by Cantor Mikhail or Cantor uh, Taufi or Cantor Fahim. It's our responsibility to revive it. Absolutely, I will support this. How can we modify Kahk Midnight Praises for an, an American English church? Many of the Arabic melodies do not translate well and are theologically inept. You know, actually, we started a project about two years ago uh, retranslating the Arabic melodies into English, and actually, we translated many. I can say more than 50 or 60 percent of the melodies and we publish them on Coptic Reader. And I'm sure uh, if you use the most updated version of Coptic Reader, you will find these uh, are updated. They have the rhyme well and good theology. I'm sure some of you noticed the difference between the old ones and what is used now. And God willing, we are working on finishing the rest of the translation. And we يعني, formed a committee from uh, fathers who grew up here. And uh, English is their first language to give feedback. You are from this. And Abuna Theodore is one, actually, of this committee. We have so many lost sheep. Do we have a priest and deacons who are determined in this service? Actually, it is a responsibility of every church. And here, Mason San Verena, it's a responsibility of Abuna, and he can do a committee or a servant for the lost sheep ministry, different than the servant of Sunday school. And Actually, I discussed with the fathers that we need to have in every church a list for the lost sheep. And then we classify them based on why they are considered lost. For example, these are drugs, these are sexual immorality, 
these are atheists, these are just uh, busy with their life, uh, not interested in spirituality, etc., etc. And then we train people, for example, we train servants how to deal with the atheist, we train servants how to deal with the drug addict, we train service, servants how to deal with sexually immoral people, etc. And then we assign these servants, the people from the lost sheep, to lost sheep means one to one ministry, visitation, meeting one to one. And with, يعني, the, the year before last year, we started our first conference for the lost sheep ministry and lost sheep servants. Uh, the last year was cancelled because of COVID. This year was scheduled in, uh, in October uh, this month, but uh, because the conflict with the visit of um, the conference of Abu Nadud Lamai, so we rescheduled, I think, in February. Yeah, February or January, something like this. I think February. So the lost sheep uh, servants conference, God willing, and it's rescheduled, I think, in February 2022. Why is King Constantine considered a saint by the church when he was an Arian? Actually, there is some wrong information about he was baptized by Arian, but many, many sources confirm this was confusion, but he was, يعني, at the end of his days, he was baptized with an Orthodox non-Aryan priest. And, and I have the reference, if you are interested, just, يعني, if you can text me or call me, I will send you the reference about how he was baptized by a non-Aryan. That's why we considered him as a saint. What is something constructive the SUS Cops deacons need to improve in? And thank God, and our deacons in general are يعني, excellent, but in general, uh, we need how to use our responsibility as a deacons to glorify God and actually to make the people interested in, in worship. Sometimes the performance of the deacon can actually be a stumbling block to the people, or their performance can take the people into a higher level of spirituality. So all, all of us, we need to work on this point, how in our prayers and our performance, we pray with the spirit and with understanding. This actually will help the people to be taken into a higher level of spirituality.
What are your thoughts on Abuna Athanasius Al-Ma'ari research regarding the litany's kneeling prayer? You know, Abuna is a scholar. And what I like about his writing, he just documents everything from manuscripts. And he mentioned several, several times, I'm just saying that's how the ritual developed and he support everything he's saying by manuscripts, but he said, please, please, don't change anything when you read my books. To change anything in the ritual, it is only the authority of the Holy Synod. So if you read something in his books that's different than what we practice right now, we cannot just change it, but we need actually to wait until the Holy Synod make a resolution about it. With all the changes in time and language, do you see the Eastern Orthodox Church rejoining us in communion? Actually, unfortunately, and this is my personal opinion, not the opinion of the Church, but I see with the new theology that Eastern Orthodox Church is adopting, I see the gap is getting bigger and wider between both families. Now, they denying the original sin, they denying the penal substitution, many, many things actually. And and during, just before the, the meeting, I was speaking with Abuna about this new theology, about the energy and the essence, and how they say that the energy of God is his essence. And I have quotes from early church fathers said, no, there is distinction between energy and essence. So unfortunately, the gap is getting wider, not closer. But we pray for the unity. We pray that all of us, we seek the truth and go back to the knowledge of truth. This is what will unite us. What's your favorite hymn? Many hymns actually, but I like to know in Sok. We follow you with all our hearts. I feel it is like renewing your vow every morning to the Lord. How do we deal with people who want family chanters in the church, especially when our sister church have a role for women? You know, chanting is the responsibility of the whole congregation. When you look at the liturgy book, it says people, not deacons. And the chanters who are ordained chanters just to lead the congregation. But actually, when we say in him, uh, everyone in the church should uh, be chanting together, whether male or female. Like in, there is no deaconesses in the church, uh, meaning a deacon, a deaconess to chant or to read, uh, or to read chanting or to read or to enter the altar. Saint Mary was not absolutus 
although she is the mother of God, and higher than all the patriarchs. So I think we need to uh, respect the gender difference that God instituted for us and be humble like Saint Mary. What is the significance of the procession of the cross with the gospel reading during the matins of the Feast of the Cross and Hosanna Sunday? On the Feast of the Cross, they used actually to stand in front of every icon and read the appropriate gospel. So we are carrying the cross, which is considered like our flag or our mark that give us victory over Satan and defeat Satan by the power of the cross. And in the, in the past, actually, every church has different reading based on the icons they have. But when they published the book of the procession of the cross back in 1902, they actually chose the reading that was read in the old cathedral in al Azbakiya and used the order of the icons in this church. And that's how it became actually the reading in all the churches in the Coptic church. But originally, every church chose certain reading based on the icons they have in their church. That's for the Feast of the Cross. For the Hosanna Sunday, it represents the journey of our Lord Jesus Christ entering into Jerusalem. With all the changes happening with other projects to change the English does Coptic reader plan to change? You know, there are some changes in, in Coptic reader, and we, we published a letter about three weeks ago or one month ago about the changes. We change only, only, if there is a theological mistake or the current translation is not accurate with the Coptic. But based on preference, we don't change because people already memorize what we have right now. But if, for example, if there is a word was translated wrong theologically, we cannot keep it. Uh, in the same way, if there is missing in translation, we will change it. What is the daily spiritual canon of a deacon? And at least, of course, he has to discuss with his father of confession, but at least the first hour and the twelfth hour from the Agbeya and some prostration beside some spiritual reading and maybe one or two chapters from scripture and fasting Wednesday and Friday and all the fasts of the church. 
We have a new marble altar. Why do we have to cover it? The altar has three covering. And if you have the book, The Church House of God by Abuna Tadros Malati, he explained the three covering. The first covering goes all the way down. The second covering is uh, like mafresh like this, you know, and the third covering is considered the prosferin. And usually in the church, we don't boast with marble and gold and silver. You know, uh, all the glory of the daughter of the king is within. And if you see the tabernacle of meeting from inside, a lot of gold, a lot of silver, but from outside, it was covered by a skin of, of animals. From outside, has no beauty. It's like Jesus on the cross. From outside, he looks weak, but from inside, he is the Lord of Lords and God of Gods. So the altar that represents Jesus Christ himself, as um, uh, Isaiah said, he has no beauty or, uh, or shape to look at him from outside on the cross. So when now we are يعني, competing to make out of beautiful marble, you know, and then we don't want to cover it, uh, this actually distracts as if the beauty of, of, of the altar in the marble. No, the beauty of the altar in the bud, body and blood of our Lord Jesus Christ. Not in the marble, not in the wood, not in the gold, not in the whatever you are using it. Why cannot Abuna shorten his hair or cut his beard? <laughs> Why cannot Abuna wear shorts and play sports? There is something called the reverence of the priesthood. He is our father and he is the representative of God. So the reference of the priesthood, actually, and not caring about, again, the same principle, about how we look from outside. More importantly, from inside. A big heart that contains everybody. But uh, just focusing on external look, of course, this is not right. And also, uh, wearing short is not right. There is, where is the reference of priesthood? There is no reference here. It's the representative of God. Where does antiphonary come from? It's like the rest of the liturgical text. Why does, if not always, match the synaxerium because they follow two different calendars that coincide with each other in many things but they are different from each other. And why does not every synaxerium uh, saint have an entry? Uh, as I told you, they used two different calendars. Two different calendars for the saints. That's why the difference between there is difference sometimes between Antiphonary and the Synaxerium. Why do we not have full deacon in our Nashville churches to help our priest? You know, full deacon should be like the priest. 
He should be consecrated full time. He should be wearing black. He should not be working. That's the canons of the apostles. And God forbid if his wife departed, he cannot marry again. He should be a husband of one uh, wife only. And also, his responsibility is bigger than just helping in communion. Unfortunately, many churches, they ordain a deacon just to help Abuna in communion. And I said to the fathers here, although and helping in communion, giving out blood is, is a great honor to the deacon, but he has more responsibility than this. So I'm not going to ordain a full deacon just to help him in communion. Either to give him the whole responsibilities according to the teaching and the canons of the apostles, or to wait until we are ready. Simply, the triangle of the priesthood, we have the deacon, the priest, and the bishop. Deacon responsible for administrative and financial affairs of the church. As you read in book of Acts, chapter 6, priest responsible for the spiritual affairs of the church. That's why the apostle said, it's not right to leave the word of God and serve the tables. Then both of them report to the bishop. That is the triangle. But now, actually, most of the churches, we follow the rule by one, get one free. So our priest in charge of the spiritual, administrative, and financial affairs of everything. When we are ready to have the priest only devoted for spiritual and deacons for deacons in the charge of, of course, helped by the board of deacon, a charge of the financial and administrative, and doing this under the supervision of the priest, of course, uh, and both of them report to the bishop, uh, I, here only I will ordain for deacon. But just I'm not going to ordain for deacon and allow him to work and not to wear black and to just to give communion on Sunday. That's not right. That's not the, the rules or the canons of the church. How can we as deacons ensure that we are not stumbling blocks? Don't fight with each other on the altar, on the chorus. Pray. Don't chant with boasting with your voice, but chant with the spirit of prayer, with spirit of humbleness, love one another. This actually will help you not to be stumbling block. Why are there both Mu'akkab and Explanations for the Theotokia during Vesper's praise in Kah. Actually, there are more than this. There are, uh, I think, four or five Coptic and Greek and uh, five Coptic, five Arabic explanations. So there are many explanations. We don't have to say all of them. Traditionally, we say only five, uh, and now they became three, and now some churches became one. 
but traditionally we say from the Greek and Coptic, Rumi and Ma'ab, and from the Arabic, from the Arabic or English, we say Abu Sa'd, and I think many tafsir, many explanations, because you want to spend longer time in the church, so every cantor composed or patriarch or priest composed uh, explanation. So now it's it's a very rich inheritance that can make you choose from this rich inheritance one or more from these explanations. Why do we use the shepherd staff for the bishop? Because the bishop is the shepherd. Using the staff is to remind the bishop with his responsibility to shepherd the flock of God. What are good practices for all readers to read well? And to read, read well, and to make the sense when they read. To read slowly, with a clear voice, and to make the sense. Reading a question is different than reading an answer. But some people read just in the beginning with the word, and the word was God, and God was... No, and nobody understands. You need to read, in the beginning was the word, and the word was God. So people can understand. Do readers need to mention the popes during the liturgy? Yes. There is a response that says, let the reader uh, recite the names of our patriarchs. And we used to put a list of all the departed patriarchs on the altar. So when the deacon says, let the reader read, so the reader can read uh, all these names inaudibly, silently. What advice would you give us as we start evangelism programs in our church? Evangelism mainly to preach the gospel of salvation. Some churches end up just giving food to the homeless, and that's it. This is a charitable, but I cannot call it evangelism. Evangelism besides giving them food or visiting sick or whatever, you need to speak and to preach the gospel of salvation to others. How do we battle lukewarmness, for example, singing hymns without meaning behind it in the chanter's heart? That's why I said you need to chant with the spirit and with understanding. Uh, for example, any hymn, uh, today we said Rejoice, O Mary, because the 21st, and we said Benishti. Uh, you need actually to uh, think about the meaning and to interact with it and to say it in a spirit of prayer. Uh, yes, sometimes we get distracted, but again, I will recollect my thoughts and focus to to, to pray in spirit and in truth. Today is Halloween. No, today is Sunday. (laughs) Is it okay to dress up as an innocent person, like a police or firefighter, and go 
with my friend why is Halloween bad there are many articles and I wrote an article and his grace bishop Suryal wrote an article about the origin of Halloween and uh, Halloween is celebrating death and celebrating uh, Satan and we don't celebrate Satan and we don't celebrate death we celebrate resurrection so we don't participate in the works of darkness rather rebuke them uh, some churches actually on uh, the new Coptic year which is September 11 they allow their children to be dressed like martyr or saints and come to the church you know and I think that is and for the children who want to dress in, in certain costumes they can do this on uh, the feast of the new Coptic year but uh, Halloween, Christians should not actually celebrate or participate because as I told you, it is celebration of death. We celebrate resurrection. How does one begin to live for the Lord? You need actually to make your goal very clear, salvation, heaven, eternal life. And you start with your spiritual canon as guided by uh, your father of confession and stay away from sin, fight sin that could fight and grow in your spiritual life. Uh, one of the best books can help you is Life of Repentance and Purity by His Holiness Pope Shenouda. This book will help you very much. Of course, I'm, I'm answering uh, quick answers and every question like this can be a lecture but just I'm giving uh, quick answers in order to cover all the question beside Yani I think I went over time right now if I go to an engagement or wedding and I dance innocently there is no innocent dance with my friend is it really sin do I need to confess or not sin I don't know what you mean by innocent dance. There is no innocent dance. And don't tell me that what happens in wedding and reception is innocent. Uh, no, it is not. And as I said, we as children of God, we need actually to be different from the rest of the world because we are children of God. Dancing usually is accompanied by uh, drinking and people get drunk. And the whole atmosphere is ungodly. Someone says, blessed is the man who walks not in the way of the ungodly. Uh, doesn't sit with the scornful. So we should separate ourselves. We are children of God. We are deacons. We are servants of the Lord. I should not actually be conforming to the children of this world. And as a deacon, you should not actually participate in dancing. As I told you, there is nothing called innocent dancing. God be with you through the intercession of St. Mary, St. Louis, and St. Verena. Glory be to God forever and ever. Amen.